What's up, everybody? This is Zero Gravity, Follow Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings. Shout out to Big City Wings. It's Houston's wing joint and Apollo's wing joint. Go check out their daily specials today and go check out Celebrity Mint at CelebrityMint.com. Go check out their graded collectibles of Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more. They're awesome. Precious metals. Just delighted to have CelebrityMint.com on this podcast as well. But I'm joined by the What We Learned Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. Let's get into some trades, big guy. Talk to him. Let's do it. Man, uh, off rip, I'm just so excited that this next month of my life is going to be so eventful. Every day I'm going to open up Twitter, whether it be at 6 in the morning, 12 p.m., 6 p.m., 12 a.m. There's always going to be something going on. Can't wait. Uh, let's get into it, man. Let's do it. How you doing? I'm, I'm delightful. Um, Nick Saban just retired. If you were a college football fan, I've got my SEC hat on right now. I'm a Mississippi yep. State grad, if I haven't mentioned it on this pod. So I'm living, I'm just living life right now, you know, I'm feeling all the vibes, just seeing what kind of chaos we can get into. What's the worst that could happen? Nick Saban's gone. What are we doing? It's a great day. And Man. we had a lot of, a lot of news today, actually. Yes. Wednesday, yes. January 10th. Crazy. Yeah. Great, great day for sports. Great day for football, especially. Too bad we're not a football pod. Uh, I could sit here for hours, but uh, shout out Pete Carroll because he was the most fun, energetic, old guy, still lovable. Um, you know, have fun in the sunset, man, and enjoy your rainbows, peaches, roses, all of it. Yeah. Uh, Do no weird. pun intended with the USC, but enjoy the roses, you know. <laughs> Do some weird post-game conferences. It's going to be great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then one other news bomb that kind of happened today in sports, Kawhi Leonard. Signs a three-year, $154 million extension with the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Clippers are working towards extending Paul George, if I read that yes. right from Woj. So, yes, yes. Um, sure, it hasn't worked in the past, but let's double down. Why not? Fuck you know? it. Fuck it. You already got the guys all together. Why Why stop? I mean, it's great that they can you know put all this money on the two guys. And if it works, it works. Uh, really hasn't worked in the past. Um, who knows? Uh, another Western Conference Finals brewing. You know, appearance. I mean, sure. I'm count me in. As uh, Bill Simmons would say, uh, I don't know how did did they did they put too many urinals in the new arena? Are there (laughs) are there too many urinals? Because I don't think they're gonna have enough fans. Because Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George, they don't they don't play. They don't play. (laughs) They don't make it. They don't make it to April. Banger. Did too many urinals? I don't know how. I don't know. Um, (laughs) All day to do that one. That's what Bill Simmons is going to say on his podcast on Friday before he gets into his NFL stuff and his little perfect soliloquy at the beginning. It's going to be great. Perfect. Um, love it. Yeah, sure. Good for the Clippers, I guess. Keeping their stars, you know. L.A. not run through the Lakers, except for it always will be and always has. <laughs> except uh, for every time, we're literally yep. moving to Inglewood. So, yep. Shout out to all the urinals. Hope, hope they. Steve hope they Ballmer. Work. Yeah, big big Mister Sweat. Uh, some people call him. I love. That he's an active, fun, crazy old head owner. Uh, I think we need more of those. Uh, great. Great that he made this happen, or he was a part of making this happen. Sure. Uh, I think within the next three to four years, we might be able to see a Clippers finals appearance, assuming everything goes right. I'm not actively rooting for that, but I don't hate the idea of it. Uh, though I feel like the older I get, the more I like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if I like them as a unit, but I like them as people. And I think that's what matters first, honestly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. Um, yeah. I kind of like him as a team, but I like him as a team back in like 2017. Right. 2018, right. 2019 even. Like you could still do that with um, 
some wings and just build around them. But now it's we're shifting. We're getting back to big men in the game. And, I mean, they got Zubac and I don't know. Their team's interesting. If they can stay healthy, then obviously like they're terrifying with James oh, Harden. Very, very much. Kawhi, very much. Paul George. Like if you just have that three-headed monster, they're terrifying if they stay healthy. And it they've obviously figured it out because what are they, 15 and three in their last 18 games? Yeah. The, I don't know if way, way too big of a day, game. But yeah, they're, uh, they're playing lights out. And Kawhi obviously gets his extension. He gets to stay in L.A. We'll see how that goes. I don't yeah. know. I, I love how good Zubats has become due to James Harden being there. I mean, that I hate to say it, but it's like one of the more deadly pick and roll options in the league. Uh, and we're talking Giannis and Dame here. I, at the moment, they clear. And I know the Bucks are kind of in a weird spot right now. Uh, my Rockets just beat them. Uh, and, of course, after uh, Giannis had his whole tirade. We'll get into that a little bit later. But um, <laughs> we are laughing about that a lot off air. And uh, yeah. I, think, I think we'll keep the vibes going here in we'll a minute. But – um. But yeah, as for right now, I think the Clippers are in a really good position, surprisingly. Um, they got to enjoy their last couple of years in crypto. Hopefully they can bring a Western Conference championship. That Maybe. doesn't sound right. I don't like that. Yeah. That doesn't sound right, actually. I don't know. I don't like it. But I don't know. As, as long as Denver's around, as long as, well, I want to say LeBron's around, but it's not looking too hot this year. Um, yeah. The West is hard. The West is very, very hard. And I don't think that'll ever change for a very long time. As long as Kawhi and PG are in the league, I mean, you're going to have 10, 12 good teams in the conference. I mean, you look at even the bottom of the West. I mean, it's hard with John Morant being out now. I can't really use my use my uh, Grizzlies cope anymore. But um, we'll say 11 good teams in the West. I could yeah. say there's maybe seven or eight in the East. Uh, so that's just immediately a huge difference maker. You're playing much more games against Western Conference opponents. Um Clippers will be tough, tough to beat, but good for them that they got an extension. Sure. Uh, I, I, where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Yeah, if you don't extend them, you lose them. If you extend them, there's still a possibility that you lose them because this is a player-run league now. So yeah. um, you kind of have to. It's not a bad thing. I don't, no. I don't hate that. You, you just kind of have to do it. You have to do it that way. That's how it works. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, let's move on from that. We'll, we'll, do, uh, we'll do some trades. So we both got on the trade machine today. We're going to do this every Wednesday, recording on Wednesdays, release on Thursdays. So every Thursday episode that you're watching or listening to, um, we're going to get on the trade machine. So we're each going to do one trade each. We both got on the trade machine. We're going to pop them up on the screen on YouTube at Apollo HOU. Hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss an episode of Zero Gravity or any of our other shows. If you're a Houston show, Houston sports fan, go check out Summit State of Mind off the gridiron for Rockets and Texans stuff. But hit that subscribe button. I mean, you, you know what my first trade is. We all know. Lay it, it. on me. We all know it. Lay it so on going, me. Going to the Dallas Mavericks. Pascal Siakam. Yep. Otto Porter Jr. Okay? We just, we I'm following. We got to get something back. Yep. Going to the Toronto Raptors is the first available first-round pick. So this year, um, the Mavericks pick has protected top 10, I believe, to the New York Knicks. If it doesn't convey, then it goes to 2025 and then if it doesn't convey then then it turns into two seconds or whatever it is it's going to convey this year so we can't trade our 2025 pick we can trade our 2027 pick so you're getting the 2027 pick and two second round picks where are those second round picks coming from i don't really know i don't even <laughs> have second round picks but i just kind of just threw that in there just yeah yeah, yeah. you got to spice it up spice yeah, it up yeah. for sure um the raptors are also going to receive tim hardaway jr 
because after last night, uh, get off my team. Um, yes. Uh, after the interview that came out today, Grant Williams, you were also going to the Toronto Raptors. So yeah, see you, bud. Go get in shape there. Um, after last night, another performance that I didn't like. Josh Green, welcome to Toronto. <laughs> see you, bud. Um, and Omax Prosper because they have the same agent as Pascal, and I don't know. They they like lengthy dudes that play defense and can't really shoot. So pass, uh, Pascal for Omax basically one for one. Um, <laughs> yep. But yeah, first round pick, probably a second round pick, and then those four guys for Pascal and Otto Porter Jr. Who says sure, no? sure? Who I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I love that this is the epitome of recency bias, and I know I know we're we're being a little jokey and silly, but I always love the way you view sports and. You know, you've gone through a lot this week. You know, Miami, you know, everything's happened there. Uh, you know, your Mavs are a little spotty. Um, yeah, Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. is not treating you well. So I get it. I get your pain, brother. I just – Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't he literally looked like he knew he was getting traded last night because, like, all the rumors of him getting shopped around came out the day before, I believe. So right. it looked like he – I mean, the entire Mavs team looked awful against the Grizzlies that didn't have Jaw or Jaron Jackson Jr. And Desmond Bain just was like, hey – I'm going to do the thing. Yep. Um, yep. You know, they got killed. Luka got hurt again. Uh, Kyrie was fine, but no one can make a shot outside of Kyrie. So, yep. Man, man. Uh, it, it'll get better. I promise it will. It will um, after this trade. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Things will be okay for you. I promise. <laughs> Believe it or not, man. You know, you still, you still seem really optimistic, and I'm glad that, you know, you're not letting the world weigh you down. Uh, I think once Pascal Siakam does become a Maverick, which is uh, next Man. team odds are plus 150. Yeah. So that, that, that's that almost as if you flip a coin. Almost. Pretty close. So, that's good. It's good. Good for you. Um, we'll see how it turns out, though. Um, I am just so excited to have another big man in the Southwest Division, uh, along with, you know, Jaren Jaren Jackson Jr., Zion, Wemby. You know, this, this completes the puzzle. Derek you can Lively. give me four four games against uh, you know Siakam and Shangun every year, it just makes it even more fun. So it why not? You know, more competition, more challenges, more fun. Who yeah. who who loses? Who says no? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> Shams Shams. I don't know which way to pronounce. Shams is Shams. it Shams? It's Shams. Just, I like. It. I like, I'm a Shams guy. We're from the south, so the Shams yeah. Shams just kind of works. Um, Shams. He he talked about it and was like, Pascal Siakam wants to sign a max extension with the team that he ends up getting traded to. He did not see a future with the Sacramento Kings. That is why those trade talks broke down. Wow. If you're looking at teams across the league that are wanting to trade for Pascal Siakam, the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks are two teams that are interested. I think there's two other teams, but those are the two teams that like make sense because they need something, and Pascal kind of just fits that. Um if you're Siakam, would you rather sign an extension with Golden State and play with Curry, or would you rather play with a younger Luka that hasn't hit, even hit his prime yet? I think Man. the answer is like kind of easy, but I, that's probably my fan fandom showing. But I feel like that, like if you get to play with Luka and Kyrie and Derek Lively, or you get to play with Curry and Draymond, who may or may not punch you in the face come of training course. day. I don't know. It just seems kind of easy to me. Right, right. Um, I think I think that there's a lot more longevity with the Mavericks. Uh, Kyrie aside, Luca is the centerpiece to have probably for the next five years until he turns what thirty. I mean, this I mean, is he doesn't even turn twenty five. I don't think until February. 
Wow. He's still wow. 24. Yeah. Wow. You're pretty, six too. That's crazy, huh? Pretty good. Wow. wow. Pretty, that's good. pretty good, man. Um, I, I, I love that for you. And I think that out of all scenarios, uh, this is the best. Um, this is, this is perfect for a deep run. Uh, I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see what they would give up though. Cause I know, I know you, you named your, your guys that you're not too well, fond of. I, I will but. say that I put those players in the trade because I thought that the money worked the best. Um, I could switch out Grant Williams for Rashawn Holmes, who's on our two year deal. Or okay. I can switch him out for Maxi Kleber, who's on a three-year deal with $1 million less. I think Rashawn Holmes was like the same $12, $12.5 million but okay. for two years. I can interchange those easily. Um, I did have recency bias and put Grant Williams in there because apparently he is fat and out of shape and can't even – he didn't play a single second in the second half yesterday against a, a team that was blowing them out. Hey, man, he, he's fun. He's adorable, man. Give, cut he him was, some slack, man. Come first, on. Come on. 12 games of the season. Now <laughs> just I don't well, he tricked us. He tricked me. Grant Williams trick y'all, man. <laughs> I'm just upset. So, yes. Oh, Maxi and uh Rashawn Holmes are very interchangeable in that Grant Williams spot because the money works that way. Uh Tim Hardaway Jr is on an expiring like 18 million dollars a year. It just makes sense put another shooter on the bench um since you're starting Emmanuel quickly. I don't know. I was trying to fit the team and what they like. I think Josh Green would be fun in Toronto. I think Omax Prosper would turn into something good in Toronto. I don't know what he could be, but Toronto seems like the best place for him to go. Right. That's just what they do. Six, eight sure. wings that play defense that can't really shoot. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes sense. Man, man. He he culture stuff going on in Toronto right now, if that trade goes through, for sure. I'm in. Um, shout, out, uh, shout out Jaime Hawkins Jr. for the uh, slam dunk appearance mexico that'll be fun in the dunk contest is going to be love sick. it we'll be love it for him probably going to buy a heat culture jaime jersey you got to <laughs> i might i might I do that. it next time i go to miami i'm going to do it that jersey was ugly as i'm doing hell it. okay as now, hell. now i'm doing it i'm buying a it, jaime heat, <laughs> heat culture jersey. i feel so bad because the, those heat unis a lot of them just don't end up the greatest and i feel bad because the that dolphin blue will always be so iconic uh miami even like the modern you know, thing that they've done recently with it. It's still sick, but nothing can top it, man. And the heat jerseys that I've seen come out of the past five, 10 years, really ever since nobody has made a heat Jersey look good since Dwayne Wade. Okay. And that might be my opinion, might not be yours, but every time I watch a heat game, it, it's swagless. It's oreless. No, nobody, nobody's got, nobody's got that dog, man. Nobody's got that swag. I don't disagree. I think Jimmy okay. looks fine. Jimmy looks sure. right in a heat sure. Jersey. When he, when he wears a headband. He looks right in a heat jersey. That doesn't necessarily mean he looks cool. So I get it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Um, bring him back up the Warriors, man. Uh, I'll get into my trade. And I think that this is a little insane, clinically even. I think I might be a little insane for this. Um, I'm just going to let it out. Uh, I have got Clay Thompson and Jonathan Kaminga going to the Chicago Bulls. Oh. For Zach Levine. Oh. And Patrick Williams. Okay. Who says no? Okay. And hear me out. Kaminga wants out. It's clear. Yeah. Clay Thompson has had a I feel bad because he he okay, he's had a bad year in comparison to a lot of other years, but he's getting dogged on. And I was and I was stat punching, you know, I was I was box scoring because you know I you know, I can't stay up to twelve every night, man. I, I can't watch every Golden State Warriors game. But when I do, what I have seen, it, it, it hasn't been great this year. But I do think that people are dogging on him a little too much. 
uh, it would be weird to see that core leave. Um, but I feel like a fresh start for all involved would feel great. I feel like Steve Kerr would love Patrick Williams, a potential three and D guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I think his ceiling is 16, 17 a game, you know, five assists, five rebounds, call it a day. Um, I think length, especially with people who are really fast, that would help with the Warriors. Uh, but Kaminga just hates it. He's gone. Uh, I, I think that uh, Zach Levine being there as well would help a lot. Um, I don't really know if this would ever happen. But in my fantasy world, I would love for this to happen. And, you know, it's really hard for me to imagine Zach Levine in a Warriors jersey. Mm-hmm. I really would like it. I think I'm, I'm actually going to go on NBA 2K24 tonight and just put just it in. Out. Just okay. see what happens. Yeah. If it doesn't look good, if I don't feel aura, if I don't feel some swag there – you know, I might take, I might rescind this by next episode, but for right now, I like it. And I think that, you know, and like I said, it, it, so much would have to go for this to actually happen. You know, of, of course, you know, you'll see as I keep doing these trades, it's going to be very, you know, not, not none of this is going to happen, but I would love for all of this to happen. And I think Zach Levine in a Warriors uniform, you know, without Chris Fall, without Chris Paul, you're, you're looking at 22, 23 points a game on 47, 48% shooting, if, assuming everything goes right. Right. Pair that next to Steph. Once Draymond comes back, who's to say? You know what I mean? You know, play and run, you know, seven seed. Who knows? So um, what you just did is put D'Angelo Russell back on the Golden State Warriors. Pretty much. Pretty okay. much, yes. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and I thought D'Lo as a Warrior was <laughs> sick. I love that. It was that. interesting. I need, I need that, man. I need it. <laughs> It was interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> while I don't hate the trade, I, I'm going to shoot this down because I could never see the Golden State Warriors actually trading Clay. And I know that Bob Myers isn't there anymore and it's a new regime. And ownership's still there. Steve Kerr's still there. Steph Curry and Draymond. Draymond's somehow still there. Um, as long as they're all there, I, I just don't see them trading anyone. But as soon as a contract runs up, I don't see them offering Clay anything. I mean, that exactly. runs up the summer, right? He's a free agent in the summer. So um, if they are going to offer him, it's not going to be more than $20 million a year, and it probably right. shouldn't even be that high based on what we've seen. And that's unfortunate because Clay Thompson is awesome, but towards Achilles, towards ACL, back-to-back seasons, yep. he's just not the same anymore, and he never will be, and he's never going to be a true starting caliber shooting guard for most teams in the league anymore, unless you put exactly. him on distance that had a 47-point quarter to start the game and still lost by 20. Um, (laughs) Unless you put him on that team, I I don't see a lot of teams starting Klay Thompson. So that's a difficult trade to do. And if there's no emotion behind the trade, absolutely, sure, you got to do it if you're Golden State because Klay isn't your guy anymore and Zach Levine could supplement that role. I mean, he's not going to play good defense, but he can score points. Um, I think that's one big problem with Golden State is that they're not big enough. They just get bullied. Exactly. And you're not getting bigger with the trade. You're basically doing it one for one on both sides with Kaminga and Patrick Williams. So I don't hate it. I would like to see it. I think it'd be really funny if the Golden State Warriors just traded one of the core this year. Yeah. I think it'd just yep. be very funny. To just see immediately how. just gave up. Like, oh, I just want to know what the We're 500. Is. Like, whatever. Fuck it. We're done. <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. That you know, I, I again, I I think it's great to live in this silly fantasy world. It's awesome that we can look at people like Clay, you know, people who are kind of on the back end of their careers and 
You know, I'm not saying it's going to be a Hakeem Olajuwon in Toronto situation if Clay leaves, because Clay's got a couple more years left. Let's be clear. Yeah. But you know, it 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 it's just man, the, seeing that core just immediately almost dissolve overnight, which without anything genuinely happening other than the game winner and Chris Paul, you know, getting hurt, um, who wasn't even a part of that core to begin with. Um, it just it would feel so much so so right for a Warriors head start or fresh start. I mean, and just. Keep it pushing. Steph can finish his career there. So can Draymond. Draymond was supposed to retire until Adam Silver somehow talked him out of it. I, I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. That that's. And then Draymond and Steve Kerr had a little cry sesh on the front front lawn. Yeah, theatrics. So very um, very much theatrics in this league. The theatrics have, have never been better. From every player now. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I love every every player. The <laughs> <laughs> they need to put it a part of their uh, training regimen. Uh, five hours of podcasting a week. And yeah. Uh, and keep it pushing. They just it's your obligation to not say stupid stuff <laughs> right. or say stupid stuff because it goes viral. You know, yeah. One or the yeah. other, depending on the player, you know, it's right. got a player by player basis. Yeah. Not, not Giannis, not Giannis for sure. <laughs> don't, don't put Giannis anywhere near a microphone because nope. Giannis Antetokounmpo calls uh, everyone out on the team, including the equipment manager. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> I've got to be better. The coaching staff's got to be better. I think he said the coaching's got to be better. Then he said the team's got to be better. Then he said I've got to be better. Even the equipment manager's got to be better. Um, what does he have to do better? Wash your jersey? Uh, yeah, hang that, your jersey up better? Did you see the tweet from the Milwaukee Bucks account yesterday? Yep. Yep. It was said just clean. a picture of the uh, jersey hanging on the wall or whatever it was. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> They're doing their job. They're doing oh, yeah. I'm doing my part. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then Giannis also talked about how he thinks about the Indiana Pacers beating them like 20 times in the last 10 games. Right. Um, all the time when he's on the court, when he's going home, when he's driving, when he's um, getting freaky at night. Um, he literally thinks about the Pacers beating him while he's having sex with his wife. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Giannis, what are we doing? Stop yeah. talking into a microphone. Stop, stop. I'm, I'm begging you, Giannis. I don't want to hear you talk anymore. Just stop talking into a microphone. Oh stop. my God, him with the podcast. Wow, imagine that. Five, I don't. Three to five I would hours a week. It immediately. No, I'm, no. I'm muting freaky, Giannis freaky on gets Twitter. Freaky. That's what he call it. Greeky gets freaky. Uh, oh God, Giannis, if you want me, if you want to hire me hey, as a marketing don't manager, say that just out loud. Let me know. Marketing that so we can buy yeah. it from us. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Now we're cooking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Giannis, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> buddy. It's it, it's done. Um Giannis is in a weird spot. This is his, he's having a career year, but he has not shied away from any type of controversy and it's kind of weird and it feels refreshing that the Pacers are the ones who are causing this. Like weird. the Pacers are good again. This is awesome. And they're like kind of not good at the same time. It's very interesting yeah. to watch them play basketball. Defense, like, man. Wow, Ooh. the Pacers beat the Bucks for the 20th time this year. Oh, they just lost to the Hornets. Okay. Yeah. And they All gave right. up 140 in the process. I don't know how to yeah. wrap my brain around that. And then Tyrese Halliburton obviously gets hurt. Um, right. Rough fall and hated to see it, but looked like a hamstring strain. And they're yep. going to reevaluate him in two weeks. So obviously not as bad as a tear would be. Um, hope to have him back soon. But yeah, Giannis, I, I don't get it i don't get i don't get the shtick i don't know why people like him. i don't i don't 
it's a weird bit. I don't, I don't, I don't know where this, where, where he, where he's trying to go with this bit. Um, maybe it's just him at this point. Maybe it's just no, who it's he is. Definitely who he is. Um, because he has every, almost every single year. Uh, remember the 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 ring for blowjob. Uh, that one was funny. Pin or or bell. That was yeah, that was the funny. Bell, the bell was funny, and then yeah. anything past the bell has now not been funny. Yeah, I've never seen someone become so immediately corny. Yes. Um, other than LeBron James, but we love LeBron James and his Taco Tuesday corniness. He's ironically, he's corny, yeah, though. he is, he is. You can tell he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he's, he he he. His mind has evolved past the bit. It, there, there's much more there, <laughs> but Giannis is like no 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 thoughts, just horny. Yeah, and he will tell you every time because <laughs> they always say that when you get famous, you get stuck at the age that you became famous, mm. like in your brain. Okay. So LeBron been famous since he was 15 right. LeBron can do whatever he wants <laughs> like that, that's fine <laughs> Giannis when did you really become famous were you 22 23 22 23 is yeah. we're looking at like 2017 really that's when we're thinking about you're like actually famous and not just like not in Milwaukee you know Milwaukee doesn't yeah. really count just a bunch of white people in Wisconsin doesn't count the rest of the world 2017 2018 roughly yeah uh a little too old for uh, talking about getting freaky yeah. at night. Thinking about grown man, age. yeah, grown man. By the way, um, don't know what you can do with this guy. It's so sad that he's so unlikable outside of the court because this man is one of the greatest NBA players of the past five, ten, fifteen years. Incredible, um, and it's really sad because every time I see him drop fifty, I can never stop thinking about just how corny he is and. Maybe this is a league-wide problem because people are just – you have a microphone. You have media availability. You can say whatever you want. And there's a lot of there's a lot of corny NBA players that have come out over the past 10 years. Social media, you know, anything really. Uh, Evan, Evan Turner uh, being weird the other day or yesterday. We'll, well, we'll get into this in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his voice is crazy. Um, <laughs> he's, he, he is basketball's – Patrick Mahomes, not maybe not, maybe yes. not on the skill base, but yeah. when uh, there's a microphone in front of him, it's pretty pretty daunting. Um, we just have a corny basketball player problem. It sucks. Uh, a lot of these people are from very small towns, if not small towns, small neighborhoods, um, and they just got to keep you know keep you know, you can only talk so much, yes. and just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Only 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 talk when you're not being corny, please, for the sake of us. Yeah, Giannis, uh, <laughs> stop, please. Let's talk about the NBA referees. We we need to have a discussion. We've we've been needing to have discussions. We've mentioned it on previous pods how rough the NBA referees have been this season. Um, Tuesday night, the Lakers and the Raptors played a played a basketball game. They or, did. Or did they play a free throw game? Did they play gotcha or uh, knockout? I don't know what. I don't know which version you called the. Who the game. calls it gotcha? Wait, wait, wait. Let's start there. Is, is that a... we 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 said we said gotcha growing up, and then I got to college and everyone's calling a knockout and I was like, this knockout is, man, this is new. Come on, come on, this is new. <laughs> okay. This is new to me. Um, yeah, you knockout. Did we play knockout? But only one team got to play. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Lakers had. I, I we didn't really look at the stat completely, but twenty three to twenty four free throws in the fourth quarter to the Toronto Raptors two in the fourth quarter. Um, and you said on pre-show that it was like 19 free throws in the last four minutes of the game. Yep. Yep. It was bad. Uh, I, can, I can't even imagine watching that on league pass. Um, 
just sitting there for a solid what probably 20 25 minutes i know fans in that arena longest quarter of all time yeah probably a three-hour basketball game if we're really looking at it um a lot went wrong uh and shout out the raptors coach shout out coach darko um what's his last name uh oof uh, Jokovic, 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 I got nothing. Um, shout out him though, um, because um, he just let it rip, and for a younger coach like that to just let it rip on the refs, it felt good. It felt right, and from that presser, I can definitely tell you that was the most intense one on one. And when I say one on one, I mean the coach is just facing the camera, just going crazy. Um, I think he spoke for a lot of people this season. Uh, the Raptors got royally fucked when it came to this last game. Um, there were multiple crotch shots, multiple flops. Uh, a lot was going wrong for the Lakers, uh, but they Raptor, the Raptors didn't get rewarded for it. And it's really, really just a testament of how bad refereeing has become, like we've been talking about all season. Um, it... it when these games are getting interrupted so badly, um, what else? What else is there to say? I mean, it's it's become such an abhorrent issue, and this is just one of the many examples this year where you know a coach can come out, he'll get fined, or a player will come out and they'll get fined, and there's no review. You know, no, but there's no there's no repercussions for what's going on in these games, and it sucks that a lot of the big markets even you know are getting rewarded for any of this because that's not how it should work, and. Yeah, man, I, that's all I got. There's a literal still image of Anthony Davis driving, and they called a foul on R.J. Barrett. If you look at the still image, Anthony Davis is full-on grabbing R.J. Barrett's dick. Yes, just, yes. Just full of dick, and they called a foul on R.J. Yeah, this is this is, this is is bad. Cup check uh, of the century, cup check uh, of the year. Uh, man, this is bad. Um I, I mean, I, Brady like I said, Dick's not even on the team, and we're talking about <laughs> Dicks. This is crazy. <laughs> that was a banger. I love that one. <laughs> Speaking of, no, Grady Dick has not been playing well in the G League either. This no. is alarming. No. Alarming for sure. We talked about at the beginning of the season, a lot of these players are going to the G League. It was great that, uh, you know, Blazers legend Poop Henderson was getting playing time <laughs> in the G League and starting to work on himself. Um you know, Brandon Miller didn't go. The guy from the Wizards went. Um, Omax you know, has been a, a couple of times now. Grady, oh, perfect. Grady Dick as well. Um, I think that it's you know such a such a great idea that you know the NFL doesn't really have one yet. A uh, minor league system, which you can call the UFL, the XFL, the USFL. It doesn't matter. I, I just want to see practice players, practice squad players, play on Wednesday nights, just going at it at the at the bubble, whatever facilities that they have. The Houston Texans have a large bubble. Yeah. I would love to see that. The mini Astrodome, some are saying. Um, no, nobody's saying that. I'm saying that. <laughs> it's now the mini Astrodome. You yeah, there you go. The mini Astrodome. <laughs> some are saying. But, um, yeah, I, this is a whole other conversation. But, you know, in, in regards to the refs, man, nothing will ever change unless something really changes. Uh, you can have replay reviews. Uh, you can have challenges, which are great for optics. You can have that coach, you know, go to the scores table and be like, hey, I didn't like this call. Let's do something about it. Um which allows for one solid play of independence for coaching staffs in the entire game when everything else is controlled by the refs or review uh, centers, whatever. Shout out Secaucus, New Jersey. Again, we talk about it twice in one week. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm just, I, I can only handle so much of this. Um, 
it's clear that the big markets are being favored. Uh, anything will happen for the Lakers to be in the playoffs. As much as I love LeBron, he's been catching a lot of breaks in L.A., and I don't really see it stopping anytime soon. I really don't. Shout out you my know, king, though. Somewhere David Stern is either looking down or looking up at this and smiling. Uh, right. <laughs> depending on where he is in his afterlife. Couldn't tell you where. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he believed, but, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, he, he is smiling in his afterlife somewhere uh, about how the NBA refs are are refing Lakers games in the season and how they're refing New York Knicks games sometimes this season, Boston Celtics, and so on and so forth. All of the big league markets, he's just looking at it and he's like, I, exactly I, what it's he like wanted. I haven't even left, you know? It's all <laughs> still the same. Exactly. This is David Stern's NBA. It will be that way until probably Adam Silver's out of office and we get another commissioner in. It's right. going to take a lot of change. I mean, Scott Foster has been here far too long. Um, yeah, I just, I don't like it. I, I don't like it when it's like that. Cause that's just blatant. It's exactly. It's more blatant than anything. I mean, you can watch even a minute of that quarter and just be like, why have the Lakers been at the free throw line every single time I've gotten up or every single time I've looked away and looked back, like game shouldn't operate that way. And it's sad that especially this year, again, more than a lot of other years. And maybe this is all just recency bias. Maybe the refs have always been this bad. Who knows? I'm sure they have been. At least in my experience, yeah. they definitely have been. Um, you know, 27 straight missed threes when Harden got that uh, potential and one uh, four-point play. People forget. That's all I'm saying. So the refs have been bad for a very long time now. Uh, Scott Foster game as well. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, this People is, forget you also missed, like, the next 16 threes after that. So... You do have a point. You do have a point. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, but yeah, refs are a problem. Refs are a problem. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a major issue, and I don't see it getting much better. Uh, Adam Silver, it's weird because Adam Silver is truly one of the better commissioners that we've seen in a long time. But how much of a scale are we going on here? I mean, a turtle could be a better commissioner than anybody. I mean, look are, at are we sure that Adam Silver is a good commissioner? I think he was a very good commissioner for a lot of years. Are we sure in like the last three years he's a good commissioner? No, no, you're right. I mean, I'm thinking overall performance, uh, especially if you look at people like Goodell, Manfred, you know, I forget the NHL guy's name. People, do people uh, like Gary the NFL commissioner? Okay, okay. People like don't like him? Devil. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry I'm not a hockey guy. I'm born and raised in Houston. Shout out the Arrows, though. Uh, never got you're to go to a Dallas game. Stars fan. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to your family. <laughs> I'm a yeah by association. I'm a Dallas Stars fan. Oh uh, man, yeah. I uh, not much else you can do with these refs. Uh, I think that um, it's going to take a really long time for uh, this to kind of correct itself. I don't think it ever will, honestly. Um, it might not. I just hope that small markets get not just fair treatment, but come on, give them something. Give them something to work with. Uh, Indiana might be a great example of a team that makes it you know, five or six seed, but you're going to see in the playoffs, it's almost like a, uh, and especially because we're talking about the Lakers, it's like a Lakers-Kings type of scenario in the Western Conference Finals. You know, let's say the Pacers make the playoffs and they're playing Miami, Boston, even New York of all teams, maybe in the play-in or something. Um, or who knows? could be a playoff series. I don't know. Especially with Ananobi and all that. Who's to Don't say that the Lucas Mavericks are going to put an end to that on Thursday? There it is. While you're listening to this, yeah, it's going to be Mavs, awesome. The Mavs G League team. Um, you're going to see, you know, small, you know, a real test for small, uh, small town markets. Um, it was great that Denver was able to win one. Um, and I think hopefully, well, especially Milwaukee as well. I feel like it's, uh, you know, we're finally able to set a precedent. 
uh, as to, you know, people just want to see the game, man. Like, people just want to see hoop. I just want to see hoop. I'm, I, I, I look at TV. I see basketball moving. I, my eyes go big. I just want to see hoop. I, 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 when, when the games get stopped, when the games, you know, continue to get, you know, just shown over by refs, not much else I can do. Nobody enjoys it. I don't enjoy it. You don't enjoy it. Unless it's going well for either of us, right? Yeah, <laughs> Let's be honest fair. here. That's fair. Um, I don't know, yeah. man. Um, so refs are a problem, but I'm going to end this podcast with uh, a recruitment letter to Bismack Biombo. Um, you can rebound and play defense. You're now a free agent. Come to Dallas. Uh, uh-huh. It's sunny in 65 um, today and tomorrow. It may or may not be 18 degrees on Monday, but that's just Texas for you, baby. You know, yep. Bismack, you're going to love Luca. You're going to play some defense. You're going to hit some rebounds. It's it's going to be great. It's just going to be awesome. You're going to love Derek Lively. Lovely guy. Went to Duke. Um, not sure if you hate Duke or not, but Bismack, come on down. Even if it's only for a few weeks before the Siakam trade. Um, just come on down. Come to yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll give you one more. From a Rockets fan, Kai Jones, if you would like to be a backup center for my Houston Rockets, please join us. I don't care what you do on social media. I really don't. I don't Tillman Fertitta doesn't either. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, James Harden got away with anything and everything without putting it on social media. So if you could just do that just and like put, put it on yeah. your private story, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just put, just put, just put it on the close friends. Put it on the private yeah. snaps. Do whatever you got to do, man. It's okay. Yeah. Kai Jones, be a rocket. I don't care that you've averaged three points a game. Your dunks are sick. And you need to be back in this league, colors. man. Yeah. You your hair fun colors. Do all the yeah. tattoos and the funny dances yeah. on the court. Let's, yeah. 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 Come, Come on, on, Kai, Kai Jones. Let's be a rocket. Bismack, welcome to Dallas. <laughs> Kai, welcome to Houston. It's great to have you here and there. It's going to be awesome. Yep. We're just so happy to have you guys. Salute. Salute, guys. We love you both <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> this has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston's Wing Joint, and Apollo's Wing Joint. Go check out their daily specials every day. Awesome wings, awesome beer, awesome burgers as well if you're into burgers. Um, and then this podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out all their graded collectibles of Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more at CelebrityMint.com and go follow them on social media at the Celebrity Mint. It's been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast. <laughs>